Hi, welcome to Possibility Realm Podcast with Manny Ebert, and thanks for joining me on this episode. Today, I have a very special guest for you. I am so excited to introduce you to her. She's a dynamic lady. She's a mother of two beautiful children, and she also has a Facebook group called Halibet Parenting Sport. It is a place where she offers ideas and tips to help parents, guidance, caregivers, with strategies on how to raise their loved ones. So let's welcome Halibet. Hi, girl. Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh, thanks for coming. It's really a joy. I've been looking forward to this for so long. I know we're going to learn so much from you. It's a joy to have you here today. So thanks for coming. I'm honored. Have you been throughout the pandemic? It's been a roller coaster, but we've been trying to stay positive and stay healthy. That's amazing. That's great. Okay, so um, let's get right to it. I know our audience is itchy to hear what we have to say. You are a powerhouse of information, so let's get straight to it. What can you say to a parent who is struggling to decide whether to send a child to in-class learning or to keep them at home? Just like myself, I know most parents also have thousands of questions running through their minds. Like um, I'm asking myself, is my child going to catch the virus when they go back to school? How is the classroom set up? Like is it set up in such a way that my child can learn, make friends and still stay safe at the same time? Also wondering, is the staff going to follow through with the public health safety protocols that, you know, which are things that we've obviously been practicing with the children at home for the past um, five months or six months. At this time, most parents must have received communication from from schools on whether or not they will be sending their child um, to school and how the school year is going to play out. So it's not an easy decision for most of us, but you will need to take a few things into consideration before making that decision. Like I would suggest looking at your child and your family's uh, health condition and those in the household, you know, things like if there's a grandparent in the household or is there someone in the household who has a pre-existing condition already. So like take it to consideration if you are able to find a safe care for your child, if you are going back to work, um, you are able to homeschool your child or not, you know, so does your child have for example, any other um, support needs that require an educator to be with them on a one-on-one basis, like a, a, a trained professional. So I know each family's dynamic is different. So it's good to play around uh, these options and, and many other options before uh, making that decision to send your child back to school or not. Okay. If a parent has put all these ideas into consideration and then they're still not sure like what are some things they can look out for if they have to consider virtual learning how can they prepare the child for virtual learning or if they want to take the child if they want the child to attend school what are some of the suggestions you can give the parents to put in place if i'm to take my child to school what are some of the things i need in order to prepare them to be ready for in-class learning so i would look at the positive sides of children learning in class which are uh, which helps them to socialize and make friends you know there's there's a lot more that goes on in, in the classroom like there's a lot of hands-on learning uh, that goes on in the classroom except um, a parent is able to provide a similar learning opportunities for their child at 
at home, then I would consider um, keeping my child at home. But for most parents that I've spoken to, they express difficulty, or I would say they express a lot of challenges around homeschooling their own child because they think that it's a little bit hard to provide support to the child in terms of explaining and, and breaking down certain concepts, especially when the children are in higher grades. I look at it this way, you know, there's a lot of research pointing to the fact that children learn better in the presence of other children, which also helps to support all the skills that uh, children are developing, like caring, sharing, problem solving, turn taking, uh, confidence, cooperation, independence, self-sufficiency, uh, and, and the list goes on and on. But again, it depends on each uh, family's comfort level. But it's uh, these are conversations that should be ongoing in the family and, you know, being there for your child, explaining to your child, getting them, you know, physically, emotionally ready. And I think the most important thing is to make the conversations be very positive around children because children thrive more in positivity than negativity. So if I have to consider virtual learning, I really do not see anything wrong with it. You know, as far as I can remember what we're doing during the, the lockdown, you know, the same curriculum is used and the same content is provided, but only in a digital space. So are you able to be present and support your child this way? Then by all means, you know, go for virtual learning. So if you have older children, are they self-directed or are they disciplined enough to guide their learning without you monitoring your screens? You know, by that I mean, are those children able to sit on your devices and get your schoolwork done without switching to the overwhelming distractions that the internet has to offer them. You know, because even with the younger ones, there's still a lot of power struggles because most children do not want their, their parents to act as their, as their teachers. So still, family dynamics have a lot to play in making these very important decisions at this time. One thing I really hear you point out is that Going to school, like the classroom environment, is not just about the academics, but the social aspect and the interaction with friends and also other skills the kids learn at school, right? So if a parent, exactly. if a parent is going to do virtual learning, what's an advice you can give the parent? How can they supplement not just the academic lesson, but also the social skills, the life skills? How can they supplement that to bring it to the kid since they won't be having that from the classroom environment? Is it important for a parent to have a routine which involves not just academic learning, but also other kinds of activities? It is very important for families to have a routine. I believe routines are no less important in the life of a child than other things. It has a lot of benefits. But what I can briefly say here is that before anything, it is good to think about what works for your family before developing any kind of routine. You know, because creating a routine for your child makes them to feel safe. Uh, it creates consistency and predictability, you know, such that your child knows what to expect when they are at home. And it actually provides them with clear boundaries, clear expectations, and again, consistency. So that predictability and familiarity that comes with routine offers your child a safe space that every child needs, especially in times like this when there is almost an epidemic of anxiety, you know, out there. So the routine can be something really, really 
simple by just creating bedtimes like specific bedtimes for your child and specific wake up times you know specific times for electronic devices specific times for lunches and things like that and giving them that reminder you know so it is make it in such a way that it's not overwhelming for you and your child you can actually get your child's input in creating a visual schedule for them this empowers your child to be self-directed and they would have more control of how your day plays out because that is just it's there for them to to use as a reference board so your home is the easiest place for a child to learn long-term behaviors and to understand simple concepts like love safety independence and respect so if you need to develop a routine in your home the one thing you have to remember as a parent is to try as much as possible to stick with it otherwise there's no point in even starting it yeah and sometimes it can be challenging to stick to the routine right do you have any tips or ideas that work for you which you think a parent can learn from to implement to stick to a routine from your own personal experience how do you help your kids stick to their routine I think the first thing to do is to never underestimate a child's skills and understanding of the expectations that you have for them. Conversations about it. It has to start with the conversation of why we're doing this and the importance of us doing this. Children understand and cope more with situations when they are involved in the decision-making process. So if you get them to be a part of the decision-making decision -making process, they would be able to implement it with ease, with so much ease, rather than when it is being imposed on them. So I think that is the key in setting a routine in any household. But again, I know every child's temperament, personality is different. It has to do with what is the result? What do you want from this? And how are you going to be? How active a participant as a parent are you going to be in implementing this routine? I like that. I like that aspect of saying, getting the kids involved in need, not just imposing it on them. Because besides the kids, it's just like with every other person, an adult or whoever, even at the workplace, everyone likes to have their ideas taken into consideration rather than imposing on them that this is what you have to do. So I like that you brought that aspect of getting the kids involved in coming up with a routine. That's really something very powerful. That's one of the major tips I've picked out of this. And I know it's <laughs> much more. <laughs> okay, so um, you mentioned positive discipline, like kids thrive in a positive environment rather than a negative environment. So if we are to provide positive disciplines to our kids, how can we do that? The one thing that you don't want to do as a parent mm -hmm. is to lose your cool with a child when um, the child is obviously struggling with their emotions. So, for example, if your child is throwing a tantrum, you have to be their peace. You can't throw another tantrum by yelling at them when a child is throwing a tantrum. So even children who are who were more resilient before the pandemic, they are acting out right now. And most of it is out of fear, out of uncertainty and out of anxiety. So be available to your child be present, be willing and ready to answer their questions, their concerns, you know, provide them with a hug at any time. Have a positive outlook with a smile on your face. You know, quality time with your child is as um, I think there's nothing that 
compares to quality time that you spend with your child. You know, these are things that your child will hold on to for a very long time. I think one other thing that we should include more in our parenting is adding a few things like yoga. If you see that your child is stressed and overwhelmed at the end of the day, do a little bit of visualization. You know, ask them how they feel and the things that make them happy. You know, go for walks while you can, especially, you know, now that there's not many people out for walks with the physical distancing. I find that the outdoors are healing for children, you know, because it gives them a lot of freedom of, of like physical and mental freedom. Get feedback from your child on what you can do as a parent in order to make your day better, just as you get feedback from your spouse. You know, these are things that we, we, we fall short on doing with our children, you know. Now more than ever, I think it's the best time to connect with your child's daycare and with your child's school because they're connected to many community resources that can support you and your family to help you navigate through a lot of the emotional challenges that child might be going through. One thing I hear you say is important for the parents to have their own grounding techniques. Like if a child is acting out, the parent shouldn't just respond to the child's emotions, but it's important for the parents to first ground themselves to make sure they are calm before they respond to a child's emotions. And, and you know what? Most of the time, children do not really need us to, to respond. They just need us to be present. Okay. They just need us us to be there yeah. while they're going through that emotion, knowing that we're there to support them even when we're not saying anything. Yeah, that's amazing. That's good to know. <laughs> because very often we think when the child is crying or when the child is screaming or whatever reaction the child is having, we just have to act immediately. So it's really good to know that the child just needs someone to be there at that moment. We don't need to respond. We don't need to react. We just need to be present. So that is what, that is actually what I do. I just come to my child and I say, I am here for you. I'm here. That's all I say. I just sit down beside myself. I am here. Okay. And when they're ready, they're just going to turn around and come to me. Yeah. That is something so profound that we tend to minimize. It's true, because it's really profound, not just for children, but even for adults too, especially someone who has gone through a traumatic experience. It's very healing to know there's someone there for you. Even if the person is not saying anything, just means someone is present. Someone sees you, someone hears you. It's like 50% of the healing process. Absolutely. And you're not alone at that moment in your struggle. Absolutely. I don't really want to end this, like it's just... <laughs> like so many good stuff, right? I don't want to end this. But as we're getting close to the end of it, what are some healthy parenting tips you can offer? I know you've given us so many, so, so many, so many juicy stuff, but is there any other tip that you'd like to add as we are getting towards the end of this session? I would say this is what I do as my affirmations. I I'm, be kind to yourself. It is so much easier for uh, to reflect kindness when you have it within and your child will know for just from the look in your eyes, you know, take care of yourself so that you can better take care of your child and know that we, we will get through this together. Oh, that's powerful. Take care of yourself so that you can better take care of your child. That's very powerful. Yeah. Oh, this is so good. If 
someone is listening right now wants to get in contact with you to learn more about um, your work you're doing and more tips and strategies on how to help their children and help themselves in their parenting journey how can they get in touch with you for now you can connect with me on Halibut's Parenting Spot on Facebook and Instagram and you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel which is the same Hadi Babes Parenting Spot and if you need to get in contact with me directly it's via email which is halibabesparentingspot at gmail.com and I will be willing, happy and grateful to, to connect with anyone so that we can I don't provide strategies, I think we, we support each other in, in raising our children to be better humans than we are. Wow. And for anyone listening, in case you missed how to connect with her, I'm going to put a link in the description of this video. I'm going to put a link to it so you can connect with her. And if you connect with her, I, I promise you there's so much you're going to learn. This is support system, a whole community. I'm so blessed to be part of that community because I learned so much from it. The support is really great. So I really encourage anyone listening to join either the Facebook group or watch her videos. She has amazing videos. There's one on how to support kids during siblings rivalry. Like there's just a lot of tips you can get, you can learn from her. So please, if you're listening, watch her YouTube videos and join the Facebook group. I'm going to put a link to it in the description of this podcast. Okay, thank you so much, Holly Bear. Thank you so much for this session. It's wonderful. It's been great. Like I've learned so much from it and I can't wait to hear what others have to say about it because I know there's a lot of good stuff we can take out of it. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a, it was a pleasure.